Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast with me, Charlie Baker. Wonderful, wonderful episode this week, well, I think so. Anyway, wonderful team. We've got Kelly Summers back on. You're on with Lloyd Griffith and Grimsby Town last time, aren't you, Kelly? Slight upgrade this week. Spurs um, and Anthony Costa. I'm feeling confident this time. We were robbed last time, though, so the only way is up. I can't remember. Why were you robbed? Why were you robbed? Because I feel like there were some goals that went missing All right. <laughs> in our scores. So um, yeah. I'm hoping you've been practising your counting and going to be a bit more fair The thing is, time. people do get very cross about the scores on this. I turn up for a nice, light-hearted joke of a, of, a, of a quiz, and the people who actually play it get ever so cross with me. I think that I'm somehow connected with the scores, but it's just how it is, Kelly, you know. You just make the scores up, that's the problem. That is true, it? that it's is true, mm. that is part of what I do. But, I mean, good luck this week. Anthony Costa from Blue. Lovely to have you here, Anthony. Lovely to be here, Charlie. Such Thanks a lovely so young man. You're a beautiful person. Too. What's your favourite song of all time, Anthony? Um, probably a song by Aaron Neville. Oh, is it? Yeah, we were trying to think. Alan about, Neville. How does it go? How does it go again? <laughs> Look at these arms. There's no way of knowing. Look at these dreams. <laughs> I wish we could give you I some goals for that. I don't know much, but I know I love you. Oh and that may be all there is to know. Oh, oh, oh. There it is, Anthony. I'm just stunned. Oh, yeah, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Natalie, did you enjoy it? Are you looking forward to this week's one? Kind of, quite a nice gang, isn't it, Natalie? It's a fantastic gang. But younger than I'm used to. I feel like a bit of an old granddad in the corner. Well, that's because you act like one. Sometimes that's I why. do, that is But true. no, uh, very much looking forward to it, alongside Sam. So uh, this, is, this is great. Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello, mate. All right? Yeah. You hey. Charlie? Yeah. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Made in Chelsea, of course. Yes. Except born in Fulham. Made in Chelsea, born in <laughs> Fulham. Born in Chelsea, I just live in Fulham. All oh, right. Not that it matters. Right. Really, I asked you that on the actual thing, and you said no, I was born in Fulham. So no, I think you made it up, yeah, and you're actually born... In like Wolverhampton or something, mate. Okay, ah, you're a lovely man. <laughs> you're a lovely man, and we're looking forward to the podcast. Here it is. Hello, I'm Charlie Baker, and welcome to Glory Hunters here on Talksport, the show that aims to find the smartest celebrity fans in football. Our guests represent the team they've always supported in a contest where the winners get a passport to the next round, while the losers use their passport to flee the country in shame. But just who will be in clover and who will be in exile? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters.
On today's show, team captain Kelly Summers joining us again. Hello, Kelly. Hello, thanks for having me back. Well, thanks for coming back. You're at the Champions League midweek, Kelly? I was, I was at Liverpool Salzburg. It was a very good game, seven goals. Yes, loads of goals. Yeah, Liverpool very good first half, second half, not so good, but they got over the line. It was a good game. And I saw you complaining on Twitter that you were managing to look shorter than you think you usually are. I'm not exactly tall, I'm just shy of five foot five. Not, right. not really small, but I do work for Australian TV and I have to work with Mark Schwarzer. Oh, lovely man, oh. lovely, lovely man, but obviously ex-goalkeeper. And there was a photo that he put up where he was in like the foreground of the photo, I was in the background, and I literally looked about two foot tall. Like his daughter. Yeah, there was a lot of... Yeah, you, I looked you, like his child. <laughs> and then a few minutes later, someone asked me if I was his wife, and I was like... Mm, Give it no. time. Give it time, Sam Kelly. Fox. <laughs> you know what Sam Fox, like, Kelly? Sam Fox, Mick Fleetwood. Do you remember that in the Brit uh, Awards? I do it now. The lovely reference for the kids yeah, there. Yeah, here we go. And that, um, <laughs> and that other voice yeah, you hear is singer, actor, I'm going to say all-round pop star legend. All rise, hey. please, Three. for Tottenham fan, Anthony Costa. Hello, Anthony. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. Nice well, to see you. a bit depressed. Oh, why? Well, yeah, well, Kelly saw seven goals. Oh, I yes. saw nine goals. <laughs> oh, yes. And seven were you against win. my team. No, yeah. no, no, I was going to no, give no. actually. I was going to give you the odds on you winning today. I was going to give you three to one, but I thought that was a bit much. So I'm going to give you seven to two. Hey! <laughs> what a, what is great. going on at Spurs? Do you think, Anthony? I just don't know. It's all these rumours flying about and dressing room unrest and stuff. So whatever happens in the dressing room should be left in the dressing room. And the minute they walk over that white line, they should play for the team and for the badge and for the fans. You know, I think it's quite, it's quite inevitable that it was going to come to a sort of like a stale patch, but. Not this quick and not no. this demise, and it's, uh, it's sad to see. Representing Tottenham today, have you ever represented Tottenham before? Well, a few times. Yeah. One of the times, Robbie Keane was playing for Spurs, and we was old pals and stuff, and um, he was warming up, and I was on the pitch, you know, getting ready, to, and I was, like, really excited. And Robbie Keane pinned this ball in front of 36,000 fans, just absolutely knocked me out oh. on the head. <laughs> I was on the side, and he was, like, by the... Um, Six but this wasn't area. like a Premier League game. This is a charity game. Or no, it was. Yeah. A, it was a Premier League. They were warming up. So before the Premier League game. What? I know. And we know from Blue and TV. What are you up to at the moment? What are you about so to I'm do? So I'm about to start um, a play in a couple of weeks in Liverpool at the Epstein Theatre. So uh, yeah, it's a psychological thriller, and Ooh. I play a bit of a baddie. Yeah, a bit of a geezer. What's the play called? It's called Blood Runs Deep. It's only seven performances and two of the shows on uh, Halloween, we've got one at six and one at nine at night. So it's going to be quite... Is it actually quite scary? scary. It is. Yeah, it's quite... A, it's a bit sort of misery stroke. Sounds like the Spurs' season. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, alongside sports broadcasting superhero, Natalie Sawyer. Legend. Is made in Chelsea. It says here heartthrob. Are you happy with that, Sam? I mean, I would yes. definitely take it. No one's ever called me that in my entire life. Oh, so, right, yes. Okay, heartthrob and Chelsea fan, Sam Thompson. Sam, hey. hello. Hello, sir. How are you? Really well, thank you, mate. So happy to be here. I never get to do kind of Did stuff you like that. Call this. me, sir, then, because you can't remember my name? No. Like, what's my name? You're such a. <laughs> You said mate! <laughs> I'm really good. Mate, we, we, we go way right back. My name, I could tell that. Like, Mr. Baker. Yes, sir. Mr. Yes, Baker. Sir. I should just call you mate. Charlie Baker. Um, Sam, always lived in Chelsea? No, actually, I live in Fulham. So you're not actually made in Chelsea? Well, Why no. are you on the show? That's a really good question, mate. I ask myself, every time I look at my co-stars, I go, I don't belong here. <laughs> but I managed to sneak my way in. What was the audition to be on Made in Chelsea? There wasn't really one, mate. I suppose I, well, my sister was on it, so I just oh. sort of... I was a bartender beforehand, and they all walked into my to the bar for, like, a rap party. I was like, hi, guys, you know, I don't really want to work behind the bar and wouldn't mind chilling out with my mates and getting paid for it. So, hello. They were like, yeah, in you come. I think you should have Natalie in it. Shouldn't it? Brentford's not too far away, is it? No. From Chelsea, I Natalie. could bring reality to you it. Bring, I? Down a bit there. 
proper West London reality. <laughs> Sam can Natalie turn up being your if they You say, could be my date. Hey, hey, hang on a minute. Yes. Matchmakers. Match, I mean, oh, 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 boyfriend or Phil. Class. Job's a job. How long does a series take to film? Oh, quite a long time. It takes a good sort of like four, four and a half months. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the scene is set for a London derby as Chelsea take on Tottenham. Sam Thompson was made in Chelsea, but will he be broken here today on Glory Hunters? Or will it be Tottenham in the shape of Anthony Costa left feeling there it is. Well done, everyone. The I seal... didn't actually get that. I was like, what's everyone saying? <laughs> you must not have heard this so many times. Yeah, always, <laughs> to see who kick off, listen to this clip of Ali McCoist recounting a tale of his time at Rangers when he was woken up in the middle of the night by an intruder in his kitchen. I go downstairs and I can hear noises coming from the kitchen. So you're faced with a prospect of a burglar or whatever it may be. An intruder in the house. So I think, what, what am I going to do here? I'm just going to have to react to whatever happens. So anyway, I actually kick open the, the, the kitchen door. What I'm faced with, I recognise the back of Paul Gascoigne in my fridge. Now, this is half past three in the morning. He doesn't even turn round. And I say, Paul, what are you doing? He still doesn't turn round and tells me, I'm making a sandwich. I said, you're what? He says, I'm making a sandwich. I said, it's half past three in the morning. He said, I know, he said, but I woke up. Now, remember, he lives in the next village. He said, I, I woke up and I, and I couldn't get back to sleep and I'm hungry and I didn't have any food in the fridge. So my next question, clearly... How did you get in? I says, how did you manage to get in? He said, ah, he says, I remember. He said, remember about three or four weeks ago, he said, you're on the phone, he said to your missus, and you told her you left the spare key and a wee bag underneath the oak tree. He said, I remembered that, and I just thought I'd come and use your key to go and make a sandwich. So I went back up the stairs, and I missus said, well, what's going on? I said, ah, you're all right. I said, it's only Paul making a sandwich. Ali McCoy's there with his story about Paul Gascoigne. Here is the question. Um, we're going to come to you first, Anthony and Kelly. In 103 appearances for Rangers, how many goals did Paul Gascoigne score? Kelly and Anthony will come to you first. Sam and Natalie will come to you after that. It's the nearest the pin situation. In 103 appearances for Rangers, how many goals did Paul Gascoigne score? To be honest, just while you're Everyone saying, I'm surprised he did 103 bit. appearances for Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, he was there, what, 90, 95? I feel like this is your, more your era. So I'm putting the pressure on you here. Passing the buck already. Yeah, I like that. Old, isn't it? Right, I'm going to hover you for an answer now. 28. You've gone for 28. Ooh. So Natalie and Sam. It's either higher or low. Nearest the pin. I was going to go like, so my original was like 33. Well, let's go with that. 33. Then. The answer is 39. Oh, there yes. we are. Well Chelsea done. in the Come form well of done. Sam and Natalie. She let the, and... Right, there's no, no actual goals for that. That means Chelsea in the form of Natalie and Sam, you have control of the board and the chance to get a five goal head start with our game, Play Your Cards Right. All you have to do is predict higher or lower, depending upon the category I select from this set of top trumps. If you lose control of the board, the opposition can steal the gals. So here we go, we're gonna go caps, and we're gonna start with Neymar. Neymar, 81 caps for Brazil, as Antoine Griezmann, Got more or less caps, higher or lower, on the old caps front. Ooh. Antoine Griezmann. Less. Less. Yeah, because Neymar started at like a really young age. I, I would say Griezmann. Less. Going lower. Yeah. Griezmann yeah. has 47 Ooh, caps. You good. are right to go lower. Good. Here oh, we go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Goals. We're on goals. Antoine Griezmann has 18 goals for France. Luis Suarez, higher? Higher. Or lower yeah, on the say, goals I would front. say higher. 
You're going to go higher. He has 49 goals. You were right to go higher. Why am I nervous? Fantastic. What's going on? That is the instructions to the game. So let's go to the next card, <laughs> which is Leo Messi. Leo Messi. Trophies. Higher or lower than Suarez? Higher Lo or lower? I think it's lower. Than Suarez? We'd say higher Messi. or lower? It's probably higher. You're going to go higher. It is higher. 29 to Luis Suarez, 14. And our final card is Caps. And it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Higher or lower than Leo Messi? Leo oh, Messi has 122 a caps. Is this international? 122 international oh, caps. I think Ronaldo's still got more. No. Ronaldo. Uh, caps. I think it's quite rare that European players play as much. I could be wrong. Nah, but you might be wrong. Yeah, because Neymar started so early, didn't he, as well? And also, they're like, they're... Oh, I don't know, because Ronaldo's... Oh, it's a tight one. I just... 122 caps for Leo Messi. I'm going to go lower. You're going to go lower? It's higher because it's higher. Oh, it's 147 sorry. caps you steal for oh, the five-goal head start. Sorry. Bad luck. It's bad well, news. You did quite well. It's did bad news. Well. You did very well, but no goals. Now, still to come, both teams will try and convince me that they're the biggest club here today. And the bard of Bristol, Ian Holloway, shares some more of his favourite quotes from the world of football. Here's one of the great unknown champions because very little is known about him. <laughs> Listening to Glory Hunters on Talksport, where Kelly, Summers, and Anthony Costa are representing Spurs, the mighty Spurs, whilst Natalie Sawyer and Sam Thompson are on the Chelsea team sheet. But right now, <laughs> it's time for this. My club's bigger than your club. My club's bigger than your club. Yes, my club's bigger than your club. Now, as they're losing with no goals, Chelsea are going to go first. This isn't about medals on the table, this is an exercise in winning hearts and minds, Sam. You're going to tell us why Chelsea is a bigger club than Tottenham and your time starts now. Right, just, I'd like to start with Gianfranco Zola at the start. You just have never had a player just quite as loved as Zola to the point where we've retired number 25. Uh, secondly, we're based on the King's Road, mate. Like, you just can't beat that class. I've even, I've been to a game and I'm not joking, I've had sushi, okay? <laughs> I have had sushi at Stamford Bridge. Wow. That is not a joke. And there's no need to go into history. We only have to look at this week. 7-2, mate, in the Champions League. Is If that was a Chelsea score, yeah. then I don't think it will turn up to the next game, if I'm honest with you. Uh, you know, people talk a lot about Roman Abramovich. Yeah, he's going to go to Spurs first. At least he spends money, though. <laughs> I mean, there we Ericsson are. Ericsson wants to leave. <laughs> so, Sam, you had to tell us why Chelsea were a bigger club, and all you did was show that London bias does exist in football and uh, you brought up all the worst things about football privilege sushi money <laughs> no history you only knew Spurs' result from the last week and, can, oh, and, and everyone Jan saying Spurs have never had a loved player like have you never heard of Jimmy Greaves I actually but they, he, had they retired his number no but I'll go, they I'll, be, I'll, they, I'll, I'll go in, in a minute they wouldn't need to do that but I'm not doing a job for you but um, I thought it was a, an appalling appalling effort that's not and I'm going to give you all. I'm going to give you one goal just for turning up now, well done Sam He's there a Spurs fan. <laughs> In no way am I a Spurs fan. We're now going to cross to Anthony Costa from Blue. Do you have to be told? No, you don't have to be called that, do you? AFB, and mate. AFB. <laughs> AFC Bournemouth. We're going to go to AFB. Anthony Costa from Blue. He is going to tell us why Spurs are a bigger club than Chelsea. Right, well, you know, as you said, Jerry Franco Zayde's retired the shirt of 25. We actually retired the shirt of 26, which was Mr. Ledley King, who is better 
than John Terry, and he's only got one knee. Ledley King is a Spurs legend, came through the ranks because so we didn't have to go down that whole, you know, he's a foreign player route, you know, because we've got no one else to to uh, celebrate. Um, it's not even a legend Harry though. Harry Kane, Ledley King is absolute legend, Sam. Don't be drawn into it. Just no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, we've been through thick and thin. We've had people like David Ginola, Jurgen Klinsmann, Teddy Sheringham, and our stadium is thousand times better than Stamford Bridge at this present time. Do you have sushi? We don't have sushi, <laughs> but we have the best hot dogs in Britain, mate. I'm telling you that now. There it is. Well, it was, oh, well, brilliant, brilliant answer. What? Just in one turn, disproving all Sam's points with with the t number 26, Ledley King, aware of your club's history. Fantastic. Bringing the stadium into it. I mean, I don't know where that came from. It was like it came just oh, like wow, a flash just got of, a great captain, flash of I mean. light there. It was a fantastic answer, Ancy. I really enjoyed Thank it. Thank you very much, Charlie. Uh, the only thing I was disappointed was you didn't end it by going, I rest my case. I can do if you want. If you can do that now, yeah. that'd be good. Are you ready? I rest my case. There we are. You get the full ten go. goals. Anthony Costa there. <laughs> Fantastic. So unfair. So the current All score right. is Chelsea 1, Spurs 15. Now, Ian Holloway has introduced a whole new level of lyricism to the world of punditry. He's a poet, very much in the mould of Pam Ayres. And kids, if you're wondering who Pam Ayres is, she's basically a West Country version of Stormzy. The main difference being she prefers a comfy cardigan to a Union Jack stab vest. That aside, who better than Ian Holloway himself to share some of his favourite quotes from the world of football? All our teams have to do is tell me who said it originally. Now, the losing side goes first, and on one goal, that is currently Natalie and Sam, okay. playing for Chelsea. Who said this originally? What I said to them at half-time would be unprintable on the radio. What I said to them at half-time would be unprintable on the radio. Was it A, Brian Clough, B, Jerry Francis, C, George Graham? A, Brian Clough, B, Jerry Francis, C, George Graham. All three of them could have easily I want to say that. Brian Clough. Do you want to say Brian Clark? Yeah, only just because... Brian Clark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just think all three of them could have easily said that. But, but anyone would say it. I feel like in any career you would have you'd say that and say something that isn't really allowed okay. to be said. I'm going to push you for an answer. Oh, uh, all right, well, we'll go with Brian Clough. Oh, no. Brian Clough, Sam's answer. The answer is Jerry Francis. Oh, Bad oh, news. OK, we cross over to Anthony and Kelly playing for Spurs. And here's Ian with the next quote. Arsenal nil, Everton won. And the longer it stays like that, the more you've got to fancy Everton. There we are. It's Arsenal and Everton. Insightful. The longer it stays like that, the more you fancy Everton. Was it A, Martin Tyler, B, Clive Tilsley, or C, John Motson? Tyler, Tilsley, Motty. Oh, it, depends what, it depends what year it was. If it was three yeah. great it was when Rooney scored commentators that goal. there. I don't feel like that's Clive Tilsley. I don't know why, I just don't. If it's John Motson, do you think that's a match of the day sort of... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I agree. Do you know actually. what I mean? Let's go for Motti. Should we go for Motti? Motti, it is C, John Motson. Yes. Congratulations, a goal to you. Going back to Sam and Natalie. Playing for Chelsea. I know he's done, didn't he? I want to get something right. Yeah, he might do in a minute. You never know. Here we go. Let's hear this quote from Ian Holloway. Here's one of the great unknown champions because very little is known about him. Was it A, Barry Davis? B, Ray Stubbs? C, David Coleman? Oh, Barry Davis, Ray Stubbs? David Coleman. That's I it. don't know David Coleman. Right. David Coleman. Well, obviously, we've had David Coleman before, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I got the other one wrong, so this is all you. Oh. What were the options again? Barry Davis, Ray Stubbs, David Coleman. What do you think, Sam? Ray Stubbs. Do you know what? Ray Stubbs. He's the one that stands out as the odd one out for me. 
So that's why well, I, I was going to say Dave Coleman, but obviously no, that's I'm not it. No, I'm going to say so. Ray Stubbs. I think that's going with Ray Stubbs. The answer is David Coleman. No! Oh, come on! There we are. No! Quote four, still on one goal, Chelsea. Uh, quote four. Here we go. Let's hear it from Ian Holloway. Most goals are scored between the posts. Who is that then? Gary Neville, Jamie Redknapp, or Lee Dixon? Gary oh, Neville, sorry. Jamie Redknapp, or Lee Dixon? Most goals are scored between the posts. Can't imagine. I can't I imagine Nev saying no, it. No, I don't think it's Gary Neville. Who is it? Gary Neville. Gary Neville, yeah. Jamie Redknapp, or Lee Dixon. You seem particularly bad at this game, Sam. What, um, <laughs> what do you think it is so far? I reckon it's just so Jamie we know Redknapp. which one to rule out. I reckon it's Jamie Redknapp. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, we, think we, it's... we were torn between Redknapp and Lee Dixon. Yeah. So we'll go with Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon. Can you go with Lee Dixon? It's Jamie Redknapp. Oh, it's bad news. Right. <laughs> it's it's bad. bad news. So at the scores at the end of that round are Chelsea one and Spurs sixteen. And next up, something not for the faint-hearted as we enter the round known as Sporting Heretics that will feature such offensive views as cricket is rubbish and we should make social media trolls play on a Saturday. Find out who's trying to peddle such poison on the airwaves next on Talk Sports. Uh, actually, all goals are scored between the posts, you absolute nugger. listening to the glory hunters podcast don't forget to rate review and subscribe this is glory hunters on talk sport with me charlie baker where today the pride of london is at stake the score is currently chelsea one Tottenham 16. See, cheers you up after midweek. Beautiful, not it? Anthony? It's a beautiful Made thing. in Chelsea, Sam Thompson has brought some King's Road glamour to proceedings, while Spurs supporting Anthony Costa knows that to dare is to do. Now, at this point, I want you all to risk the wrath of all decent thinking people in the round we know as Sporting Heretics. Yeah, sporting Heretics. In this round, I'm going to invite each of our panel to deliver a piece of pure sporting blasphemy, the kind of thing that would see you banished from polite society, might even see you banished from impolite society. However, this is a safe space. We are all woke and you have the freedom to express your thoughts, however disagreeable they may be. In fact, the more shocked and disgusted I am, the more you will score. Does everyone understand what we're yep. doing? Of course you do. Okay, I'm going to kick off with Kelly. You are going to go first, and you are going to tell us why no one should score more than once in a game. I am. Um, I'm going to start this by asking, do we all think football is a team game, yes? Yes. 11 players on the pitch all working together to beat another 11 players, right? So yeah. it's you all share the glory. Yeah. Unless you've well, got Lee Catamol and then it's just 10 v 11. Uh, carry yeah, on. Thank you, for, thank you for that point, but it doesn't really help my oh, argument. Oh, sorry. Um, well, I think that football's actually contradicting itself a little bit because some footballers are, in, are quite greedy, in particular strikers, mm. because they take all the glory, don't they? By scoring the goals when actually it could be a really good pass two or three passes ago. Um, so I think there should be a rule on the number of goals scored. I propose once you've scored once, you can't score again. So if Sergio Aguero is put through on goal, he can score once. <laughs> okay. Then the next time, he would have to pass to, say, Kevin De Bruyne. Admittedly, Manchester City aren't the best example because <laughs> probably even Edison <laughs> Everyone score. can score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you get the point. Yeah. The idea is that when players are put through on goal, they have a decision to make. Do they want that to be their one goal or do they think they can score a better goal later? Um, I also think that it would reinforce the team ethic in football, but it would also mean that we'd get to see some really awful shots on goal as well, I think. 
um, because some players would have to just pass to the nearest player in front of goal and it might not be someone that is as good a striker. Um, so I think it could be really funny um, and quite enjoyable to watch. So imagine saying City versus Watford the other week. By the end, eight goals. We'd almost be at the point of seeing the keeper score. Um, I should preface this as well by saying I'm a Watford fan, so if that rule had been applied, it would have actually only been 5 0, I think. So, yeah, it would have saved us a couple of goals. Um, but while we're on that, I should also say that there should be a limit on goals in general, maybe. I don't think you should be allowed to score, say, five goals in 18 minutes. <laughs> now we're cutting <laughs> down to four. Cruel, but I think that's another argument. <laughs> um, and it's also a bit of a pet hate of mine that players take the match ball home when they get a hat trick. I don't really understand that because, again, it goes back to every player has played a part in that win, played a part in yeah. the player scoring those three goals. And also, couldn't that player just go and buy a ball? Um, See, so yeah, I just think it's a little bit, this is a way of reinforcing the team ethic in football. Um, and I also think that it would really help my own team out at the moment as well. It was an excellent argument. Oh, very, very good. good. Yeah. Very, wow. very, very, no, it didn't go on, but it was very good. It was very niche, wasn't it? It was very. It felt like you were really just still trying to get over losing <laughs> two eight goals. I was um, told this was therapy. It me? is like therapy, yeah. it is. I mean, that's why you're on that couch. Um, but, um, <laughs> I hated the idea as well because there's nothing better than see a player score a hat-trick, is there? Yeah. Beautiful hat-trick. I'm going to give you eight goals. I'm oh, going to give you a lot of goals good. there, Kelly, because I think you did very, a very terrible, terrible argument against that. OK, Sam, we're going to come back to you. Mate. And it is this. Social media trolls should be forced to play <laughs> on a Saturday. Yeah, but I think you might agree with me, mate. I'm <laughs> give my... Well, the way I see it, OK, is I see so many tweets. Don't get me wrong. When something annoys me, I'm the first to be like, oh my God, you are, you're shocking and I could do better. It's like when they, when they do a corner and it doesn't get Beat past the first, the first man. man, it's yeah, like, dude, are you, how many times? And you do it three times in a row. Yeah. It's like, what? But having said that, when you tweet, I could do it better and you're Phil from wherever and you've just been in the pub sinking 17 pints and, you, and, you're, and you're probably not match fit, then I just don't think it's really fair. So I think that we should instigate a rule now where the trolliest of troll, okay, on, on, on some sort of social media platform, a, a panel has to decide who the trolliest troll is, yeah, and be like, right, sir, you are going to be playing left back, okay, and, and you have to be bombing forward. Against Sterling. Against Sterling, exactly, against <laughs> someone seriously rapid. And, uh, and, and I think that's, that's kind of my argument, really, that's what should be happening. I can understand where you're coming from. I can, see the, I can see the excitement in that idea, but I completely disagree with you. Oh. Completely disagree with you, 100%. Because for me, social media trolls are the lowest of the low. They're the most pointless nothings of people. Um, and any attention they get is too much attention. Hooray. So just blank them out, just mute them, don't listen to them. I will give you 10 goals, sir. There we are, let's go over to Anthony Costa, who is going to tell us cricket is rubbish. Yeah, cricket, rubbish sport, end of argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just don't get the. I just don't get it. It's because I wasn't that good at it at school, and I'm sorry, Darren Goff, I, you know, because I do love you, um, but I don't get why they play for like ten weeks and all they get is a little medal, trophy thing, and then it's everyone's earned. Yeah, and everyone's buzzing about it, and it's just like, mate, crack on. You know, and everyone's clapping and drinking their wine and everything else. It's just like, no, nah, it's not for me. Um, it goes on too long. End of argument. End of story. Did you not enjoy the World Cup? No. Nah, rubbish. Enjoy Ben Stokes's ashes. I don't. Innings. I'm not yeah. interested. Good luck okay. to the bloke. Absolutely cracking sportsman, and he probably will win sportsman of the year. And good luck to him. But at the end of the day, it's not a sport for me, and I just don't like it. He's probably a blue fan as well. It probably as well. No, but listen, lovely man. Good luck to him, but. It's just not for me. I've just never, I've always wanted to get into it. Okay. I just can't. Yeah. So I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I've, I've, I'm, what I'm annoyed about is that I completely disagree with you, but I don't want to give you any goals. But unfortunately, the round is you've got to say something that winds me up because I absolutely love cricket. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best game. She doesn't get the rules. Yeah, what I don't understand no. is you don't like something you don't know about. No, I know what it was. You no. were bad at school. I was bad cricket. at school. That's what it, it sounds right. Down it sounds to. right. It was a, it was a chance for, like, we, we played football, we played yeah. rugby, everyone was a bit getting into it. And then cricket came in the summer, and yeah. I was like, I just want to just go home. Okay, yeah. okay, do you know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you, like, I was always like, bat, not I was going to give you a lot of, I was going to give you a, I was going to give you a lot of goals, but I'm going to give you some suspended goals. You know how I give a suspended sentence, and, you, and, <laughs> and, and then you get it in a year if you do the thing. So I'm going to give you no goals. If, if we're doing, if we're doing Glory Hunters next year, and you come back on, and by then you've watched a game of cricket and you've understood the rules. So if it's you between, can have the ten goals there. If it's between then. come dine with me and yeah, cricket, yeah. you're going to watch cricket. hundred percent. No, yeah. you're Absolutely just mad. Love Why cricket. come dine with me? Or four in a bed. Love a bit four in a bed. What I don't think you've understood is I don't think you. I don't think you can not like something that you uh, don't know about. I do not. I, you don't know about. I like played. Me, like I, I played the game, Charlie. I just don't get why it lasts for so long. No goals for Anthony Costa. But 10 if he comes back next year and watch the game of cricket. <laughs> there we are, Natalie. World Cup winners qualify for the tournament for life. Of course. We should stop all these farcical qualifiers. They really do annoy me because a World Cup winner deserves to be at the World Cup finals. It's a waste of time that England or any other World Cup winner has to play the likes of San Marino or the Faroe Islands. We know we're going to beat them. What is the point? It's just not right. We won the World Cup, so we should have our rightful place at the finals. So England should qualify, as should Germany, Brazil, Argentina, France and Italy. If one of those nations aren't present at a World Cup, that becomes a story. It then devalues the tournament because we're talking about a nation that is missing from a tournament. So what is the point? There are only eight nations that have ever won a World Cup. It's a small elite group of nations. Let's call it the G8 then of football. It's essential, I think, for the good of the game and the longevity of the World Cup that they are always ever present. And some may say that I'm being elitist. Maybe I am. Maybe it's undemocratic. But if it's for the benefit of the World Cup, then I say World Cup winners should always be in the World Cup. Um, I, I, I didn't know whether I agreed with it or not. I think football, it clings to history too much. But if we don't cling to history, then we don't learn about the future. We qualify for the tournament for life. Come on. Um, I, it makes it more interesting. You can see I'm on the fence. I'm going to give you five goals, Natalie. That's just how it's going to work. I couldn't make up my own mind, and I wasn't swayed either way by your Fire argument. Enough. Although it was good. I'm going to give you five goals. I'm so at the end of that controversial round, controversial in content and also to the scoring, it is Chelsea 16, Tottenham 24. Now, still to come, we travel back in time to a momentous moment in each club's history. A time that saw Jose Mourinho make an instant impact on the Premier League and Gaza make an instant impact on Gary Charles. Glover. Oh, that's a good little ball. Gary Charles was well forward. 16 minutes gone. Gascoigne is down. And the Tottenham physio rushing onto the pitch. Now we have all sorts of drama here. He looks to be in a bad way. That's all to come on Glory Hunters on TalkSport. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Listening to Glory Hunters here on Talksport with me, Charlie Baker, where today's game sees Chelsea in the shape of Sam Thompson and Natalie Sawyer take on Tottenham, represented by Kelly Summers and Anthony Costa. Time now for Back in the Day, where we travel back to a landmark year in both clubs' history. Now, Kelly and Anthony, we're going to go back to 1991 and this. We're off to we're off to Wembley because we beat the Arsenal. Beat the Arsenal. Go on, go on. In the North London Cup, later on, you're up, but they won't get the double up the Arsenal. Chaz and Dave's, I've got Chaz and, and Dave's best of I'm, I'm, I'm the world's biggest Chaz and Dave fan, so we have a good you care, son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been rocking and rolling ever since I left school. Okay. You ever seen him live, blessing. Anthony? You ever seen him live? Yeah. They are the best ever band live. R.I.P. Did you know that Eminem's don't my name yeah, is? No, yeah, I mm, know. Yeah, I've seen that documentary too. Okay, Justin so here we go. Bieber. What? No. <laughs> Not Justin Bieber. No, I don't think they did a song. Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Got you. Got you. Got you. Cheese and... That's my favourite. That's what I like. Cheese and onion sandwiches and Derby China ware. Riddles and digs. Move, anyway, here we go. Right, anyway, so... Spurs. Now, yes. 1991. Anthony, were you in blue then? No, no, no. So no, 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 no. Yeah, ten, <laughs> ten years old. Ten years old. But you do know a lot about 90s music, don't you? I do, Has mate. Has anyone got uh, an out? Just a quick question for Anthony on 90s music. Anyone? Yeah. Uh, oh, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sam. So I put my hand up. I was like, um, Shaggy. When, when was his first album? 1992, Oh Carolina, that was. That was oh. my first CD I ever bought as a kid. It was one of mine first. Ever. Shaggy was one of my first ever CDs I got. <laughs> What, when you were not even born? In 92? Oh, yeah. I was, 92. Was you? Well, I didn't get it when I was born. It wasn't like a christening present. It was the first, it was the first ever CD that are you I sure? got. Are you, CD. are you sure it was you that bought the uh, I hope so. now I'm CD? I don't know. What's going on? So the answer then was, it wasn't me. It was the answer. Yay! There we are. Okay, Spurs became the first club to win the FA Cup eight times after yeah. beating Nottingham Forest 2-1 after extra time. But what else do you remember of that year? Here we go. Kelly and Anthony. Question one. Although the game saw Tottenham lift the trophy for the eighth time, it made more headlines for this. 16 minutes gone. Gascoigne is down. And the Tottenham physio rushing onto the pitch. Now we have all sorts of drama here. He looks to be in a bad way. 
Gaza's challenge on Gary Charles saw him stretch it off and his move to Lazio was put on hold. But how much was that transfer worth? Was it A, nine and a half million pounds, eight and a half million pounds, seven and a half million pounds? There we are. How much was the transfer of Gaza to Lazio worth? Nine and a half million pounds, eight and a half million pounds, seven and a half million pounds. My gut's saying seven and a half, but what are you saying? Yeah, go seven and a half. Should we go seven yeah, and a half? What year is it? Going to go for seven and a half million pounds. The answer is eight and a half million oh, pounds. There we are. No goals there. Question two. The FA Cup was the trophy that always eluded Forest manager Brian Clough, who was at his eccentric best on the day. But which of the following did he not actually do on Cup final day? A. Get changed out of his suit before kickoff and into his trademark green jersey. B. Plant a big kiss on Princess Diana when she met the teams. C. Stay rooted to his seat and not bother to speak to his players before extra time. Which of the following did he not actually do on Cup final day? Get changed out of his suit into his green jersey. Plant a big kiss on Princess Diana. Stay rooted to his seat before extra time. I don't think it's B. No. Do you think you've written on your bit of paper C? Why yeah. do you think that? And how confident are you? I'm going to go C. Yeah, I would say stay rooted to his seat and not bother to speak to his players for extra time. He did not plant a big kiss on Princess Diana when she met the teams. It was B. Bad news. Question three. As we heard, Tottenham collaborated once again with Chaz and Dave on the cup final song, but no single that year could touch 1991's runaway hit. Brian Adams held the number one spot for 16 consecutive weeks and was the year's biggest selling single. Which of these was the second biggest seller of the year? Was it A, Chesney Hawks? Is this the Pokemon theme tune? No. Um, (laughs) Sit there and eat your Haribo and we'll come to you in a minute. (laughs) Was it B, the KLF? Okay, I is going to rock you. <laughs> <laughs> is it EMF as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, no. And C, Queen. Which of those was the second biggest seller of 1991? Chesney Hawks, one and only. The KLF, 3AM Eternal, or Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Lack of appreciation there for his air guitar. Oh, oh it's it Wayne's inc- World. Do you remember Wayne's World? No. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> you may as well have said, do you remember the Blitz? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she'll just go now, Charlie, Natalie. Just go. You know, just crack on. Wow. So happy. Sam, yeah. <laughs> I didn't just ask you make a, a good, Pokemon Don't you remind you of Garth from Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. It could be a good Garth. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. No, he hasn't. Okay. <laughs> Watch it. Let you me get an answer to this question. Chesney Hawks, the KLF. It's between A and C, so... We were going between A and C, but I think it's C. You're going with C, Queen, Bo Rap? Correct answer. Well done. So in that round, Spurs, you scored one goal, which takes you to 26. Natalie and Sam, you're currently on 16. And we're going back to 2005 and this. Blue is the colour. Chelsea is the name on the Premiership trophy. And in his debut season as manager, Jose Mourinho has done it. He's led the team to title success. 
championship champions. There we are, Chelsea winning the title. Two goals from Frank Lampard at Bolton secured Chelsea's first title in 50 years during Jose Mourinho's first season at the club. But what else can you recall from that landmark year 2005? Question one, Jose Mourinho arrived at the club having won the Champions League with Porto and delivered instant headlines for the press. We have top players and um, I'm sorry I'm a bit arrogant. We have a top manager. Please don't call me arrogant because what I'm saying is true. I'm European champion, so I'm not one of, of the bottle. I'm a, I think I'm a special one. Oh, I love you, Jose, so much. <laughs> Yeah, I am, it's, it's quite interesting to note. He says, I am a special one, not the special one. And everyone's said always the said special the special one. And he says a special one, which is slightly less arrogant. Which of the following facts do indeed make the special one special? A, he can speak seven languages. B, he was the first coach to have spent more than one billion in transfers. C, he appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine in 2011, named Rockstar of the year. What do we think? I know he can, he can speak a lot of languages. I know that because I think that's like he said that about himself before, but I don't know if it's seven. No, seven seems like a seven lot. Seven's a lot. He also spends a lot of dollar. Yeah. Like he comes into a club and just cleans it out mm -hmm. and he doesn't believe in youth, really. So he always just tries to buy ready-made yep. players, which are normally pretty expensive. I would go for the dollar. I could imagine he was on the cover of Rolling Stone just because it, it is it's so obscure and yeah. it sounds like it, he could be, bizarrely. Let's go for he spent a billion okay. in transfers. First coach to spend a, a, more than a billion in transfers. That is correct. Yes. Well done, yes. Natalie. Very yes. good. Well he can done. only speak Class. six languages, six. not seven. There we are. Yeah. Okay, question two. Which of these did not make their debut in 2005? Oh, Sigurdsson's played it through the legs of Lindelof and he sent Walcott away. Goalkeepers came out. Doesn't matter. It's four now. And Walcott has scored a four for Everton. So was it A, Theo Walcott? B, Strictly Come Dancing? Or C, the Arctic Monkeys. What do we think? Oh my goodness. Do you think so Sam? Which didn't make their debut? Uh, I think Arctic Monkeys were going before that. I th no, maybe they weren't actually. I'm trying to remember. I'm not a big Arctic Monkeys fan. So no, nothing. No. Ever held a monkey? In the Arctic? A squirrel monkey. A squirrel monkey, have yeah, you? Yeah, in South Africa. Oh, they, were you? They're amazing, actually. You go, it was in this sort of, it's called Bird World or something like All that. Right. But they had like a cage that you walk into and they have these squirrel monkeys and they tell you anything that is loose, keep, you know, either don't take it into the cage or tie it down because they will go for anything. And I had a watch on, they would lift up the watch to see if there's anything underneath it. Mm. Oh yeah, they would jump on you. Nick your foos. Yeah. Squirrel monkeys. Yeah, squirrel monkeys. There we are. Which of these did not make their debut in 2005? Theo Walcott, Strictly Come Dancing, the Arctic Monkeys. Gonna push you for I was like eight, I think I was eight when 2005. Maybe, Walcott, maybe it is Walcott, maybe he'd already made his debut then. It's on you. It's all oh, you. No, oh, I don't know. Passing the buck. Okay, do you know what? Fine. Come on, Sam. Okay. What's the answer? Come on, let's have it. Come on. You pick whichever. All right. Okay. I'm going to go for Arctic Monkeys. Going to go for Arctic Monkeys. The answer is Strictly Come Dancing. No, oh, no I'm so sorry. I'm so bad sorry. Bad news for you, isn't it? Bad oh. news. That was uh, made its debut in the 15th of May 2004. Oh. There we are. But you are still my favourite. Natalie. Thank you. Okay, Thank you, question Charlie. three. Okay. Here we go. Right, 2005 it. also saw Liverpool win their fifth European Cup after completing an, an astonishing comeback against AC Milan. 
Last year it saw Liverpool win their sixth European title, but how did manager Jurgen Klopp celebrate on Norwegian TV? Was it by singing Let's Talk About Six, by singing I Want to Six You Up, by singing 666, The Number of the Beast, by Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden, because I know he's a, he's a heavy metal fan. No? I think he started singing Let's Talk About Six. Okay, you're, let's go with you. The only reason I said that was because I know he's, he's, a, he's a heavy metal fan. He constructs his football, uh, his tactics on, to that. that no, because I don't want to be wrong. No, I don't but he definitely wrong. did that, but maybe it wasn't on Norwegian TV. I don't want to be wrong. No, he actually did. Let's talk about sex, baby. He definitely sang that. Well, yeah, let's, do, let's go with that. Oh, but he might no, because I'm just doing a pun. I don't know. No, we're going with the... With it, the... Let's talk about six. I want to six you up, TikTok. You let's talk about that. six. Oh, six, six, six. The number of the quit. beast by Iron Maiden. Do you like Iron Maiden, Natalie? I can see no. you there in the mosh pit. No. no? Definitely not sure? my thought. No. I can see you down there, down the front in double denim. Definitely not double for me. Double denim. <laughs> Triple denim. Is that what they wear to Iron Maiden? They wear to Iron Maiden, yeah. Double denim. Double denim, yeah. No, not me. No. No, but you're okay. probably right. No, though. we're going with no, 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 six, six, baby. No, Let's have an answer. Go on, we can, we're going with. Um... Go with Iron Maiden. No, no, I refuse. We're not going for Iron Maiden. Let's find out. Here's the oh, clip. Let's talk about six, no! baby. Let's talk about <laughs> you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about. Six. <laughs> so at the end of that round, the scores are Tottenham 26, Chelsea 17. Still to come, I test the team's power of recall as we look at today's games and see if they can remember the score from last season. And you, the public, get to probe our panel in a question of sport time. That's all to come on Talk Sport. You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast with me, Talk Sport's Charlie Baker. Here on Glory Hunters, democracy is still very much alive, and that's why we do this. Our esteemed panel are about to face the scrutiny of the general public and have absolutely no idea what they'll ask as we play A Question of Sport Time. Okay, can we have our first question, please? Hello. I'd like to ask the panel, which figure or figures from the world of sport do they feel don't get the recognition they deserve? There we are. Kelly, answer that, please. Ball boys. Um, I think that we talk about football being a team game. I said it earlier, but I don't think it's just the players on the pitch. I think that ball boys actually play an active role um, in helping the ball not only get back onto the pitch, but they obviously do it at different paces. I think that's the right way of saying it. Obviously, when it's the home team, we see them get it on nice and quickly. When it's the away team, we often see them drop it or maybe be really slow. We've all seen it as well where they have a towel. They wipe it if it's for the home team. All of that. Um, And I just think they're underrated because they're quite clever. They're quite smart. And I think they play an active role in the game. And they can be the 12th or 13th man as well. Um, And I also think that, did you hear the story last week, Yeovil Bromley? Mm -hmm. Um, Where the ball boys actually got sent off by the referee. Eight ball boys got sent off? Yeah. Originally one or two of them were sent off and then they all just disappeared. And I think that was a real high point for ball boys in general. And that shows the importance of them in the game. They they were affecting a game so much that a referee sent them off. And they had a little team photo taken after. Um, and I think that was a high point for ball boys so I just want to carry on their recognition it's an excellent answer and um, I'm all for the ball boys sticking up for the ball boys and I also 
some non-league knowledge in there, which is right on my street. So I'm going to give you nine goals there, Kelly. Well done. Why did they get sent off? The referee felt that they were taking too long to give the ball back to the away team, to Bromley. So the referee went over to talk to one of them and then all of the rest of them then just disappeared as well. So we think they were all sent off. Did, they get, the red, did you get the red card out? Red card of all of them. Really? Come on. Natalie. Well, it's sort of a similar theme along ball boys in the sense of referees. All right. I think we can't imagine a game without a referee. In fact, you can't have a game without a referee. So first of all, they have to deal with 22 different players with different personalities, let's not forget. At some point, a player will get up and up close and personal with a referee when they ha aren't happy with a decision that is made. Uh, all respect for someone's job goes out the window at that point. Not only do you have the possibility of 22 players at some stage criticising you, you've also got fans that get on your back who are only too happy to chant, you don't know what you're doing. Um, that we hear that ring round a ground, <laughs> most grounds. Yeah, uh, uh, he said it a fair few times. There you go. Yeah, a referee has to remain professional. Nobody likes to be criticised in the job that they do, but a poor referee has to get on with it. They're constantly hounded, constantly criticised, and even when technology is brought in to help them, they're still being scrutinised. And yet through all of this rubbish, as I say, they have to go through, they still turn up to those games, they still get those matches underway so that we can enjoy watching our team. So for me, referees do not get the recognition they deserve. I do actually agree with you, Natalie. I'm very grateful to all referees. And in very, very many ways, I see myself as the referee of Glory Hunters. So in giving you sure. 10 goals, I'm giving myself 10 goals. <laughs> so that's gone well, isn't it? Moving on. Can we have our next question up, please? You, madam. After the introduction of VAR, what is the next change the panel would like to see introduced to football? There we are. After the introduction of VAR, what is the next change the panel would like to see introduced to football? Sam! I would like to see football players banned from, from social media, as silly as that sounds. As a singular person, it annoys me. You know, I, I would love to be a footballer and I would spend every waking second on the training pitch. I see a lot of the people who are around my age now, you know, I'm not going to name names, but I see them all on Instagram, sort of like starting up clothing lines and stuff like that. And I, they're now reality stars to me rather than football players. Imagine they, that. Imagine being a reality star. I know, man. Exactly. Like, if you've got that, I haven't got any talent. If you've got that talent, right, then like, I, it's just... Almost it's sad to me, and I'm like, guys, you've been blessed with this opportunity, like, and you're just spending your life on Instagram. Social media spoil everything. They all slide into my girlfriend's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Is this the real answer? Now we've got to the real answer. I liked your honesty, no Sam, and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you nine goals for telling us the real answer, Natalie Sawyer. Uh, I would like to remove technical areas oh. from the pitch. Yeah, I don't see the point of them. I think no. managers should be able to roam yeah. the sidelines. Wouldn't it be nice if there's a corner at the far side and you've got to see, I don't know, Jurgen Klopp run round and just give his orders from the corner so that it'll just make it a bit more exciting and we get to see the managers up, move up and down and work with the, the action as it's, as it's moving along and then they can relay their thoughts as the game progresses. So I think that'd be nice. Fine when it's Jurgen Klopp and particularly like they're a fit manager. I like the idea. I'm going to give you seven goals, Natalie. Anthony Costa. Well, it was a, it was a toss up between linesman or fourth official. Um, I don't get the point oh. of, of a fourth official. <laughs> All they've got to do is hold up a screen. And what, what annoys me, is, no, hold on a minute. What annoys me is the fact that when a, man, when, when a decision doesn't go a manager's way, the manager goes up to the fourth official who's supposed to officiate. Yeah. And all you see is the fourth official going, I can't get involved, sorry. <laughs> It's like, well, so what are you doing there? He just goes, I don't know why. I happened. don't know what happened. I'm not. I'm I, not. I think they're there to to do what? Uh, in case the ref gets injured. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they're super I, subs. I was, I was genuinely at a match last season 
when the lines, the ref got injured. What? One of the linesmen had to be a ref, and they had to get a, a linesman out of the crowd. No, they didn't. And they got a lino out of the crowd. Stan Whedon got out of the crowd. No, I've seen that done before. I've, I've seen yeah. it. I think when? It Spurs when have Blackburn. you seen that? Spurs Blackburn, when it was like years ago, the, the lino got injured running up and down the pitch. Everyone would just lie and be like, I would love to be a lino. I'd be like, yes, I yeah. am trained. Well, exactly. And they, they, they stopped I the game. I think you probably have to prove. I don't think you can just say Is you're anyone a lino? You think that? That, but I did say, how do they find out afterwards? And it was like, oh, we just asked him what level he that was. That worries me. So you could go literally go to a game. <laughs> I That would put your hands up and volunteer for I it. I would for sure. I always want to get on the pit. I always want to be a pitch invader, but then I know I'd be banned forever. So I don't. I think this is a good move for you, Sam. I think yeah. you could move into this. Apart from that, apart from that, they don't get involved in the argument. Yeah. They literally. This is cricket all over again. You, yeah, you don't know the rules. Really. You just don't like it. So I'm going to give you two goals. I'm going to give you two goals. We're going to move sorry, on. Go on, that, go on, that. Sorry, go on, Sorry. I just want to say, if you remove the technical area, then the fourth official has to walk around yeah. with the manager well, and do something. So combine yes. both yeah. of your so, rules. Actually, it was Natalie's idea that was good. So we'll give Natalie two more goals. Excellent. Has anyone seen a referee pull a hammy either? Hilarious. <laughs> so at the end of that round, the scores are Chelsea 42 and Spurs 50. Next up, our two team captains will attempt to lead from the front in captain's corner before both teams go all out for glory in the round that we call injury time here on Glory Hunters on TalkSport. <laughs> is Glory Hunters here on TalkSport, where today it's all London affair. Tottenham in the form of Anthony Costa and Kelly Summers have 50 goals. And Chelsea, represented by Sam Thompson and Natalie Sawyer, have 42. Time now for the two team captains to earn their corn as they argue either for or against a motion that I propose. It's a bit like an Oxford Union debate if the Oxford Union focused less on boring old political theory and concentrated a bit more on football. The motion up for debate today is that this house believes the penalty shootout is football's greatest invention. Arguing for that motion is Kelly Summers and arguing against is Natalie Sawyer. You each have 30 seconds. Kelly Summers, the floor is yours. Well, I think I should be able to win this in one sentence, to be honest, because England finally won one last year. Until June 2018, they were, of course, the worst invention of sport because we didn't know how to win one. But when we did win one in the World Cup in June 2018, they immediately became my favourite thing ever. And if they weren't the greatest invention, why did we enjoy that so much? Not, no one in England will ever forget that. We all forget games, but you do not forget penalty shootouts. And also, I'm doing this for the goalkeepers out there. It's a rare opportunity for them to be heroes and also the chance for players to emerge as villains. Let's be honest, we all love it when that cocky gets up and skies it. And if you need any further proof, the Carabao Cup got rid of added time, skipped them straight to penalties. Very, very good, Kelly. Natalie, you have 30 seconds to respond, starting now. Okay, so you've battled it out for 90 minutes or 120 minutes, and then you're telling me that all that hard work should be settled by the lottery of a shootout. You want players' reputations, teams' reputations tarnished by which player might be able to psych out the goalkeeper. You mentioned goalkeepers, 0.4 seconds. That's the time it takes you to blink. It's also about how long goalkeepers have to save a penalty kick or fail trying. And it's certainly not enough time for a goalie to react and respond. So goalkeepers can't solely rely on their speed and agility to save a penalty kick. Instead, they have to pretty much guess which direction to go and rely on either luck or game theory. Research also shows that 60% of the sides going first win a penalty shootout. So what is the point? If you've lost 
the coin toss before the spot kicks have started, you're more than likely already onto a loser. So you might as well settle it all on a coin toss. There we go. Oh, let me just finish. Go on then. You might as well settle it on a coin toss, which coincidentally was how some games were settled before those damn shootouts were introduced. I miss Golden Goal. Very, very good, Do Natalie. You? Yeah. Very, very good. Now, I liked you had stats, Natalie. I liked, um, I didn't like the coin toss idea. That was that's what that, they used to do. That, I, know, I didn't like that. I didn't like the old days very much. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do want players' reputations tarnished. I do. I do want no. that. Unfortunately, yeah. And that's now, why also... I pointed out in mind that I thought Charlie, you'd be the kind of person that would enjoy a player skying a penalty. Yeah, I enjoyed that very much. But I also, you brought up things like goalkeepers, Kelly, and and my son's a goalkeeper. So you said nice like things about that. goalkeeper. Zero point four seconds. I know exactly. That's all so he's got. you made it me realise how good he is. In goal. So, um, <laughs> and also, you, Kelly, you made me remember last summer. It was good, wasn't it? Absolute it joy. So on. I'm going to go 10 goals, 5 goals, 10 goals to Spurs and 5 goals well, to Chelsea. I do applaud Natalie for her stats. The stats were very good. Yeah, I went for was, emotion, Natalie went for you, stats. You did, and I went with Different emotion. Approaches. I went with fact, and pure fact. <laughs> I second that emotion. If, if you feel like loving me. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Or if you're a painter, I second that emotion. Okay, in the dying moments of the game, we now move into injury time where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible remember you're up against the clock so speed is off the essence the losing side goes first Chelsea you are currently on 47 goals you are 13 behind it's a long way back but you never know you never know I mean I do know you're not going to win but you never know um, I'm going to list a number of celebrities and the teams they support and I need you to tell me which are true right. or false. Okay. Do you understand the question? Yes, I do. Sam, do you understand the question? Natalie understands, I understand. Marvellous. <laughs> okay, and your time starts now. Prince William Aston Villa. True. It is true. Lady Gaga Middlesbrough. False. It is false. Sly Stallone Everton. True. It is true. Mary Berry Plymouth Argyle. False. It is false. Jay-Z Arsenal. True. True. Nicole Kidman Tranmere Rovers. False. It is false. Will Ferrell Chelsea. True. It's true. Graham Norton, Millwall. False. It is false. John McEnroe, West Brom. False. It's true. Russell Crowe, Leeds. True. It is true. Kermit the Frog, Sunderland. <laughs> true. I'd love it to be. It's false. <laughs> Easy being green. Tom right. Hanks, Aston Villa. True. It is true. Barack Obama, West Ham. True. It's true. Princess Anne, Leighton Orient. False. It is false. Hugh Jackman, Norwich City. False. It's true. Oh. Boris Johnson, Dagenham and Redbridge. False. It's false. Samuel L. Jackson, Liverpool. True. True. Justin Timberlake, Man United. False. It's true. Bruce Willis, Derby County. False. Sugar Ray Leonard, Stoke City. False. There it is. And it was true. The last one was true. You, you absolutely well smashed that. it, Natalie. Oh, Natalie, you got 16 goals. And Sam, of course. I don't know if Sam, did you answer no, any, Sam? I was with her in she did. And You were. You were there. You were, you were lovely. And you looked smashing throughout it. So well done. Very positive energy, which takes you to 63. Kelly and Anthony, we're coming to you now. 63. You are currently on 60 goals. Yeah. So you need three to draw, four to win. This is the question. I'm going to list a number of songs and the teams that run out to them. Okay, I need cool. you to tell me which are true or false. Okay. Do you understand the question? Yeah. Okay, your time starts now. Glad all over Crystal Palace. True. True. It is true. I can't get no satisfaction, Aston Villa. False. It is false. This is the one, Man United. False. False. True. The theme from EastEnders, West Ham. False. false. It is false. The Imperial March from Star Wars, Notts County. 
False. It's true. Ooh. Oh, yes, I'm so happy that was true. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Newcastle. False. It is false. We will rock you, Crawley Town. True. True. It is true. From Russia with love, Chelsea. False. false. It is false. I believe I can fly, Burnley. False. False. It is false. One step beyond, Carlisle United. True. It is true. Embarrassment, Watford. False. false. <laughs> Thanks the, for that. The birdie song, Norwich City. False. false. It is false. Gonna fly now, the theme from Rocky, Morecambe. True. It is true. Hungry like the wolf, Wolverhampton Wanderers. False. False. It is false. Papa's got a brand new pig bag, QPR. There it is, it's true. That last one. Was it? It's true. And you scored 13 goals, Spurs. Which means the final scores are Chelsea 63 and Spurs 73. There we are. Would well you like done, to, Sam, would you like to give us a bland post-match reaction? <laughs> um, I'm very proud of my players. Uh, we're going to go back and we're going to, you know, we're going to work on this. Um, but you know, we we're all really gutted. And what they're actually going to be doing is in Libertine later that night after saying they're going to have a quiet one. Anyone wants to find them? That's where they are. Kelly, would you like to give us any bland reaction? I feel like I coped quite well then with you trying to come for my team in the final rounds, but I feel like Anthony was really strong and I felt like we worked together very well considering it was our first time together. Done well, Kel. This very well, very, very good team. Anthony, would you want to add anything to that? I'm very happy for team, very happy for player. I'm very happy. It's my Pochettino impression. So, to our winners, we say... Let's talk about six, baby. Let's talk about you. And, and for the losers... Oh, good for you! And how was it? Seriously, man, you and me, we're done professionally. Oh, yeah. My thanks to Natalie, Kelly, Anthony and Sam. Join us again at 9.30 next Sunday on TalkSport. And be sure to download the Glory Hunters podcast, available from your favourite podcast provider. It features extra material purely for podcast listeners that'll probably get us arrested. Until next time, from myself and everyone here, it's goodbye! There we are. Well done, Spurs. Well done, Anthony. Well Thank done, you. Kelly. A win under your belt, Kelly. Yeah, I feel like you're a bit more fair this time. <laughs> I also moment, feel mate. like midway through when I said you don't give me many goals, yeah. it got into your head. I, I felt, I felt like um, you thought it's I was wrong. bullying you. And, and, and that, that isn't my style. So uh, I, I did feel bad about it. Thanks, yeah, you're absolutely right. So I think you did. <laughs> you, you, were like, you were like one of the cruel girls, at school, one of the mean girls at school. I object to that. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, pleased to have won? So pleased to have won. I hope I'm back one day and same team as Kelly. You are contractually obliged to come back, I think. Thank so you. It's, it's bad news. Uh, you're in a play. What's the play called? Play's called Blood Runs Deep. Um, and I go off to Liverpool in a couple of weeks to, to start rehearsals and then perform. And is it who else is in it? Any, any no, other? there's no one else. It's a four-hand, no? so there's four people H in it. Steps, not in it? Or, no, 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 we or... couldn't get him. He's doing dancing on ice. He's, he's too busy. He's too busy. And Panto this Christmas. Where are you in Panto? I'm in Leicester this year. Ooh. I'm playing uh, Abanaza in Aladdin, yes. Yeah. So me and Sam Bailey, uh, Leicester City fans. So, yeah. Oh, they love her there, don't they? She they love a bit of Sam Bailey. And you're not going to get a look in. <laughs> I'm all right, mate. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just staying in the background. There we are. I've been up 20 years, Charlie. And Sam. Made in Chelsea. Off to, you're off to film that now, aren't you? I want to do Panto. Uh, <laughs> this is your stage. A come and get me play. A come and get me play there like a footballer. He's out of contract. Getting towards January. Uh, come and get me. <laughs> Big money move. I want a free. Made in Chelsea. Will you talk about us all on, on Made in Chelsea? Well, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go into filming in a bit of a huff now because, you know, I really want to win. But I feel like I yeah. let you down, Ali. Not I feel, at I feel all. really bad. No, not and, and I just want to say I've had the best 
best time ever. So thanks, oh, Sam. So we've loved having you, and, we'd, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have you back as well at some point. You can be a team, team captain for someone or something like that. That would be sick. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great yes. enthusiasm. Great. I love that. See, Natalie, that's. Is that why <laughs> there we are. Thanks for joining, Glory Hunters. Do rate and retweet and subscribe and all that rubbish. And I will see you again next week. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.